occult crimes, paranormal investigations, urban legends, and strange happenings. Welcome to Myths, Magic, and Murder. <laughs> Hey, welcome back to Myths, Magic, and Murder. This is episode 22. I'm Abby. I'm Kate. We'll be your ghostesses this evening. What are you talking about today, Kate? I am going to be talking about Annalisa Michel, is how I think you say it. She was a woman that lived in Germany. Anything interesting happened to her? Or you oh just no, gonna... I'm just, <laughs> just telling you about my friend, Annalisa. Uh, no, she was uh, possessed, or was she... Ooh, exciting. Ooh. Yeah, what are you doing? I'm talking about ancient aliens. The concept of aliens coming down, giving us some technology, some information, etc. Hope you're all ready for me to be <laughs> poking holes in all of Abby's theories tonight. It's just what happens. It is. It's what happens every episode. Hope you're having fun in isolation. Hope oh, everyone's yes. happy and safe. Yes, please or at stay least, safe. Yeah, at least content and safe. Yeah, it doesn't matter if you don't have, you know, your fave packet of crisp. Just stay inside. Stop going the co-op at every opportunity. I'm talking mainly at my mum who doesn't listen to this podcast. But just stay inside as much as you can and socially distance yourself for yourself and others. Yeah, and thank you if you are a cleaner or a you're working in a grocery store or a delivery driver or any of those. Yeah, or if you're a nurse or anything, doctor... Good fucking job. Yeah, thanks for helping us through this crisis. It's a scary time out there, but yeah. we won't talk about this again, but just to put that out there. Yeah, you can ignore that it's happening now and listen to our wonderful voices tell you things you never thought you cared about. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> you have anything else to talk about before we get started? No. I don't think so. Okay, then we'll get straight into it. Ancient aliens. Really old aliens. Old as balls, aliens. Dusty aliens. <laughs> so this is kind of the idea that during prehistoric times, aliens visited Earth and they made contact with humans. Mm -hmm. This topic is obviously huge because it leads into different other topics that are quite similar, different kinds of aliens and stuff. And if I talked about all of it, we would be here for a really long time. But Surprise, luckily, she's talking about all of it. So I hope you're ready for this 12-hour podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I sure as hell am not. I'm thinking that, you know, luckily we have a podcast, so if I want to talk about it again, or if you want to hear it again, then I can just, you know, brush up on the topic. Mm -hmm. Cool. So my sources are curiosmos.com, Wikipedia, nationalgeographic.com, express.com, and outerplaces.com. I did read other things, but then I closed the tabs. So. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Sometimes you do did. that. Okay. I can read things, I promise. I watched a couple of YouTube videos, don't know who they were by, though. <laughs> <laughs> so, ancient aliens, or ancient astronauts, is the idea that aliens landed on Earth a long time ago and basically just gave us technology and intelligence. Mm -hmm. And the most agree agreed idea within the subject is that humans evolved independently for a while, sort of by themselves, and then aliens landed... And sort of mothered us, I guess. You know, gave us the idea of religion, uh, architecture, culture. Okay. And improved our ideas and improved humans as a species. Um, because of this, many people believe that the aliens then built many structures on Earth, such as the pyramids of Egypt and the Moai heads of Easter Island. Okay. 
You look confused already. Well, I was just thinking, right, sorry to shit all over this, but hear me out. We've only just got, I, know, I haven't I even. But things like architecture, it's not just a human thing. Like, birds build nests. Yeah, but the point is that this is a very specific type of architecture. I'll get into it in a minute, but it's like, it's very precise. And, you know, we'll talk about whether I believe in it later, uh-huh. but, you know, that is the concept, is that it's all very precise, heavy, difficult to do structures not just like building a house okay i guess as well like a house or a nest or whatever would be um like a necessity yeah but big old heads on an island and all yeah well the main argument for it is that the structures are out of place because they seem beyond the technical capabilities of the humans around at the time they were created okay so if you look at things that humans were making around this time and compare it to something like the easter island heads it's hard to imagine how they would have been able to build these things without the technology or equipment that we have today. Okay. So I'm going to talk about a few examples of this. The... Please forgive this um, pronunciation, but it's a oh, silly God. word. It's sexy woman. It's like sexy woman. Sexy woman. <laughs> I googled how to say it and it was like, say sexy woman and then say it like this. <laughs> Say sexy woman, but like you're trying to pick up a hottie and you're drunk. It's a, <laughs> it's a fortress of the old Inca capital of Cusco, and it was built from enormous stones that have been chiseled and stacked together like a jigsaw puzzle. <laughs> no, I'm still loving that sexy woman. Oh, <laughs> I was thinking about it. Yeah, it's, <laughs> you know, it sounds fine when someone who's been saying it for a long time has been saying it, but when you're researching it and it's like sexy woman, yeah, beautiful. Yeah, so it's a thousand years old, and the stones are around 360 tons each, and they're all fitted in place with extremely high precision. The Nazca lines, which are enormous shapes etched into the uh, Peruvian desert, they're 800 uh, feet long straight lines, mm-hmm. and there are 300 geometric shapes and 70 figures of animals. Like, they're crazy, and you can best see them, obviously, from above. Um, the biggest shapes are nearly 1,200 feet, and they're thought to be around 2,000 years old. Wow. Stonehenge, obviously, I'm, I'm sure you've heard of that one. Uh, the stones weigh around 50 tons each. I don't get why people think Stonehenge is metal. Yeah, it I always kind of... It's a bunch of rocks, is not it? I guess because they're heavy. <laughs> but, it, so, you know, I'm sure I, we'll I get into... only one of them's on top of the other one. Yeah, yeah I mean. but you'd have to move the stones to get to that location. Or maybe, like, they chipped the other stones away. Maybe it was one huge stone, and then they made... Pop. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, well, I think... to shit on Stonehenge. <laughs> Stonehenge, Stonehenge is fascinating and very cool. I just don't get it. I don't know much about it. I haven't been, I don't think. So. Oh, we should go. It's, I mean, not right now. But we're in yeah. lockdown. But don't get to stay inside. Let's go to Stonehenge. I mean, probably no one's at Stonehenge, so it... you don't know. That's why everyone thought about Cornwall. True, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's an ancient city in Mexico that's built with huge temples built more than two thousand years ago, and East Island, which obviously has those enormous Stonehenge, no Stonehenge, <laughs> Stoneheads. <laughs> you even know where you are. Stoneheads. It's because it sounds so similar to Stonehenge. And that was also built around a thousand years ago. So lots of big things, basically. Huge, precise things. Big old rocks. And also the pyramids of Giza in Egypt, which I'm sure you also know about. 
And they're around four and a half thousand years old, and they're made of millions of precise stones that weigh at least two tons each. And the pyramids also align with the stars in Orion's belt. Yeah, but I don't get why that one's weird. Well, I'm going to talk more about that right now. Okay. So the Great Pyramid of Giza is, first of all, the only standing ancient wonder of the world. Uh, and its axis aligns with the Earth's true north with an accuracy of 0.05 degrees. Maybe it was an accident. It's still standing because whoever built it was obviously determined to make sure it stood the test of time. And its cornerstones have balls and sockets built into them, which means that the pyramid would have to, like, it's able to withstand massive earthquakes. And when it was crazy, it was built at the exact center. When it of, was crazy? When it was, which is crazy. <laughs> when it was what? built, it was right in the middle of the landmass on Earth. Oh. So how would they know that? They didn't. It was an accident. And the summer solstice sunset also appears between two of the pyramids. So? These all just sound like... It's like when I threw my socks into the washing bin and it opened the washing bin. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was just an accident. The Great Pyramid has a really weird and elaborate maze of internal passages going up and down, as well as a secret chamber that's around 100 foot long. It's kind of like an enormous void within the pyramid. And scientists found this out by using cosmic ray-based imaging. It's kind of like an X-ray, except it can penetrate deeper into the material. Wow. And give you a better image of like the structure. Science is so cool. I know, right? <laughs> but no one knows why that's there. And the sides of the pyramid were made out of casting stones, which were highly polished and act very accurately flat. Was the... Sorry, quick question. Is the pyramid like a sarcophagus type thing? Like it's like a tomb? Pyramids were built to be tombs, yeah. Yeah, so that would explain why there was like... There are no mummies found within this one, though. Well, maybe he didn't die quick enough. Or maybe it got robbed. Cause, like, Possibly. That's what um, I was going to say about like, the or weird... Or it could be in the void. The weird, the weird winding like path or whatever. They used to do that in other pyramids because like, people used to grave rob, essentially. Because they were, they were buried with all their stuff and they'd take them in, into the afterlife. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, the pyramid can also concentrate electromagnetic energy inside its chambers and beneath its base. The perimeter of the pyramid, when divided by twice the height, results in the uh, number pi up oh, to 15 stop digits. It. Stop it. Come on now. No and, one's... No, no. I'm not having this. And compared to the other pyramids around the world, the pyramids of Giza are incredibly well preserved, despite being way older by Did centuries. Did you know that an anagram of the word pyramid plus all of the letters of the alphabet means alien? It might do. Stop it. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, the, to go off from Egypt, but we'll come back to it. Mm -hmm. There was a society that existed around the 3rd century called the Paracus Culture, and they were known for their knowledge of water management, and they made significant contributions to textile arts. That's them. <laughs> Just okay. a little lowdown. <laughs> cool. And obviously there's a lot more that they, that they did, but I'm going to talk about uh, this practice called artificial cranial deformation. Or head flattening. Uh huh. You heard about that? Um, I have, yeah, but it was a couple of years ago. When you get long head. Long old head. Big old long head. <laughs> yeah, it's where you take the skull of a human and you deform it basically to get a big long skull. Uh -huh. You usually do it from like a, a month old child and do it for a long time. Yeah. And it was often done through putting the skull between two pieces of wood or binding it with cloth. It's kind of uh, like the um, 
polar opposite of foot binding, isn't it? I guess, yeah. This was also done in ancient Egypt and by some Native Americans. And there are lots of theories as to why it was done, but within, obviously, the ancient alien community, which is what I'm talking about, it's thought that it was done to emulate the alien visitors whom they saw as gods. So lots of theories point to the idea that many religions stem from the idea that aliens came down to Earth, and because of the superior ideas and technology, they were worshipped. And it's been pointed out that the grey aliens, which is a supposed species of aliens... (laughs) Why are you laughing? Sorry, I'm just... That head thing really got me. Like, if you think about all of the different types of essentially mutilation that the different cultures do to their bodies, you had, like, foot binding and, like, um, you know, the the kind of lip elongation and the ear elongation, like... If you use that same logic for all of them, what the fuck are these aliens looking like? Big long. <laughs> <laughs> Big long, but also tiny, tiny feet. Yeah, but... Yeah, the, the grey aliens, man. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. It's a supposed species of aliens with a similar shaped head. And they're the most common type of aliens when you think about it. It's like the one that looks like the emoji. So the idea is that those emoji, those emojis, those aliens came down to Earth, and everyone was like, "Well, I want to look like that, or I want to communicate with them." They were like, "Oh, or... what a look!" <laughs> so <laughs> they started, you know, making their heads long. And Ancient Aliens, the TV show, also suggests that the people with the biggest lengthened skulls could have been a human-alien hybrid. Which is just a thought. See, I would just kind of think like, um, I'm not saying that you're wrong because obviously I can't, but I would say <laughs> you can. It's just yeah, I, I don't have any proof, like, and neither do you. Yeah, I don't have the proof that you're wrong, but I would have thought that it would have been um kind of like a phrenology type thing. Um, so like early days of psychology, people believe that um how smart you are or whatever depended on like the size of your head or like different bits of your head you know like if you had like um a, a kind of like a sloping forehead or whatever that you were less empathetic or whatever so i would just presume that it was like big head big brain yeah it could be like a power thing or like yeah the rich people have long heads or whatever <laughs> yeah because like, if you think about um like egyptian pharaohs they had like massive old hats didn't they made them look like they had a huge long head big brain yeah she is kate the historian the psychologist the legend (laughs) big head big brain (laughs) (laughs) look this is my podcast now (laughs) big head big brain that's the new title of the show kate just talks about her brilliant hey welcome back to big head big brain (laughs) 200 of these long skulls (laughs) excuse me Big right. head, big brains. We're also discovered in uh, Tiwakanu, I think is how you pronounce it, which was an ancient city in Bolivia. And the people of this city built with massive stones that weighed around 450 tons. And these stones were also carved with extremely high precision. Okay. Just to link those together. Could mm-hmm. be aliens. Could so be. circling back to the pyramids of Egypt, uh, in an ancient temple... There is a very intriguing set of hieroglyphs that appear to show very modern and futuristic technology. Wow. I'm going to show you this photo right now, and I will also put it on social media at Mids Magic Pod. So it shows like a helicopter and other flying machines. Sorry, I can't see. She's okay. Yeah. Right. And it's interesting because why would they draw that if they hadn't seen them before? 
Maybe it's Photoshop. It's not. And there's also a debate for time travel, obviously. But Maybe I don't know. I get wrong. I could talk about time travel for so long, but that's another episode. Uh-huh. There are also cave paintings in other countries that can be interpreted as people wearing astronaut suits and using modern technology. So what do you think? That would be a really weird, um, like an astronaut suit would be a really weird thing because like... Well, like grand... space suits, you know, like yeah, a sci-fi space suit. In the grand scheme of things, we don't have that many astronauts. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> really? I guess. They're not like a big thing. It's like... more just like aliens coming down, you know, and they're wearing spacesuits. Do you imagine sorry, aliens you said naked? You they were praying mantises the other day. So Yeah, they, there are lots of different species, <laughs> it's hard to is the point. Board. Right, so there are praying mantises, big head, big brain, in spacesuits coming down to build a huge triangle that's magnetic. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you don't you don't believe it? I'm not I'm not wholly against it. I know that I'm <laughs> poking holes, but um, I just think there are other ways to explain it. Yeah, well, that's what I'm going to talk about now. So, first of all. Although I absolutely love those hieroglyphs that I just showed you, um, and they are real, like I didn't they're not photoshopped. It probably looks like that because it was like it was written by someone and then somebody else wrote over it. So it's like layered. And obviously, you know, when you look at something you, you see something that you're familiar with first. Like if you like look how at you something see faces and everything. Yeah, so if you look at that and it's just a line and then like a block, you're like, Oh, it's a helicopter, oh my god. But it's probably just someone drew that half of it and then somebody else a couple, you know, years later came over and, and drew over it. Ramses, I think, drew over it. So, you know, he's written something else on top of it and layered it looks like a spaceship or a yacht. But, you know, it's just a coincidence. Okay. That's the theory behind that. Yeah, I'm more inclined to believe that. It still looks really cool, though. It does. I saw it and I was like, ooh. No. Because I, I love learning about this. I think it's fascinating. I love learning about, like, there's lots of theories about the Sphinx, but I couldn't find any hard information. I think I'm going to have to, like, buy some books on that. Mm-hmm. But um, I remember learning about it when I was younger and the fact that the head of it is so small in comparison with the rest of it. And, like, why? You know? Small head. Small brain. <laughs> We've got two types of people in the world. Small head, small brain. <laughs> big head, big brain. you got to choose a side. You don't get to choose a side. You're assigned a side. Oh, right. Okay, sorry. Which one am I? Small head, small brain. Are you big head? Obviously, I thought of the idea. Your brain is bulging. You can see Kate right now. Her head is so long. Brain. It's breaking out of the roof. Goodness me. Yeah, so this theory is it's, it's often criticised because it kind of demeans humanity. Like, why is it assumed that over civil, like older civilizations can't do maths or like it, yeah. astronomy or right, higher skill construction? There's not only one of them. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't someone picking up a really huge stone on their own. Yeah, there's an idea that to build the pyramid in the time that they built the pyramids, you'd have to have like this, like a, a large amount of people putting a stone down every like two minutes, uh, every day for like years. But I'm like, if they had slaves and things, surely that would be a completely capable thing. Yeah, exactly. Thing. They had that amount of people working around the clock. They didn't get, like... They weren't 9 to 5 Monday to Friday workers, were they? No, and if you think about, like... Um, there are some theories that suggest that the pyramids were built by ramps, you know, to help them move the things. Uh-huh. Uh, other structures were carried on logs. 
people were just way smarter than we give them credit for basically like there's there's somewhere it's like oh how could this civilization see this planet but it's like they might have been able to build you know exactly that yeah, allowed them to like, do that with things like the um the pyramids and stuff it wasn't exactly like cavemen going and doing it you know it wasn't that they didn't have like the wheel you know they weren't able to communicate and group together and stuff it's like they were a they were a civilization yeah they were still people and i'm sure like you know even if everything was done on purpose you know i'm sure some of it definitely was the 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 great pyramid even if they like the pie thing even if they did that on purpose you know Who's to say that they just did, didn't understand maths? You know what I mean? They they might just yeah, exactly. know things like that. Well, they had to understand like some amount of maths to make sure they had the materials that they needed for this ginormous pyramid. Yeah, and like, and like the star thing, you can they could still see stars. The stars aren't a new thing. Orion's belt, like that's not, it's not a new thing. Maybe they were just like, oh, that has some meaning because they saw meaning in a lot of things, didn't they? So, yeah. I personally believe that aliens have been to Earth. I think that they might be here. And I think that they're going to come back if they haven't. Or they already have, and the government are telling us. But I don't think that they helped build these things. I think that people were just really smart. People are still really smart, and we just ignore it. (laughs) I think that maybe ancient Egyptians were just really good, and same with everyone else who built these structures. Even if it was through slavery, you know, which is obviously wrong, but like, people are still capable of doing things yeah oh yeah we had horrible ways of going about things but like we got shit done you know i'm not saying go back and do slavery but i'm saying like we weren't useless yeah it's still possible without all of the modern equipment exactly you can you don't have to use a power drill to make a perfectly straight line you can chisel you know and just be really good at it exactly yeah and like you would be good at it because it would be your job you know it's like you've still got like people that um, do like glass blowing and pottery and stuff and you see it and you're like oh my god how can that be made by a person but it can yeah I get that all the time it. yeah it's like a mirror right how baffled like I get it I've seen people making mirrors do I understand it not even a bit or right. like a robot sometimes people like people make robots and I'm like I can't even mm-hmm. begin <laughs> to understand how you would even think about that that's why I have a bamzuki Bamzuki? Oh my god, I got that recently. I couldn't figure it out. Uh, Bamzuki is a old children's TV show in England. <laughs> it's not old. Excuse it's, you. It's like early 2000s. Mid 2000s. Yeah. You get like a... You download this this thing um, and then you make a weird little creature and yeah, then and on TV like, you would fight tests. them. Yeah, it would be like jump over the blocks. Yeah, and it had to. And mine never could. Mine was always like a slug with like one wheel. Mine always had way too many legs and would just run in circles. <laughs> I was like, wow, well, I want to go on the show and I could not build anything that was even decent. So, Anyway, sorry to talk about Bamzuki. <laughs> I'll always talk about Bamzuki. I love that show. <laughs> uh, you believe in ancient aliens? Um, Let's from... do the scales. Why, what's your, your scare? You think this is a scary? No. You don't think it's scary yeah. even a bit? The concept of aliens helping us. Why is that scary? They're helping us. Same as they're not dangerous. I'm giving you zero for both. Okay. <laughs> because it's not scary. Likelihood. Are you going to give me a blank scare scale to put on our social media? <laughs> it's magic pod. Please go like our post. Please. <laughs> um, I don't know. Likelihood. The likelihood of an ancient alien of some sort 
two and a half. The likelihood of like a grey alien coming down to help us build a triangle. Zero. So we'll meet in the middle at one and a half? Well, no, I'll say two and a half because the episode is ancient aliens, you know? Okay. It's not, it's not specific, but yeah, I don't know. I just, I, f- I feel like it might have been an alien life form to us, not necessarily an alien. Do you know what I mean? Well, an alien could have easily come, an uh, alien species could have come down and just been there and that inspired cave paintings and stuff, but doesn't necessarily mean that they helped us build things, I guess. Yeah. Or like something that we see as normal could be alien, like cats. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I'm not against the idea of aliens. Like maybe there was. Oh, I'm about to sound absolutely crazy. This is just like a hypothetical idea of what I mean when I say like an alien. Thing. I'm excited. So like say there was <laughs> this big head, big brain cat. Right. Okay, so what you're describing, let me just imagine it. It's a cat with a really long skull. Yeah. Um, I'm in. <laughs> I'm sold. I would buy Make it. a movie. <laughs> um, yeah, like, it would come down and then it, like, the, like, people might be so enamoured with it that they build the, whatever it's called in Egypt. It's gone on my brain. The Sphinx. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I guess, yeah. Like, it might have been, like, an inspiration without being, like, a a person-like alien coming down and being, like, here's how you build this. I'm going to help you. Well, things like this things could have been created. Like, it could have been originally a cat or a lion, and then the head sort of fell off, so they built something else many centuries later. Yeah. It, you know, it could have been that. Or they could have just built it like that, because... I mean, I'm, I don't know how proportions would work when it's that time, and also you're building a huge thing. Well, it's the same as, like, medieval pictures of cats. God, this episode's about cats, isn't it? <laughs> Sorry to tell you, listeners. <clears throat> no, but they couldn't get the faces right on cats in medieval paintings because cats didn't stay still long enough. So who's to say? Because cats were sacred in Egypt, right? Which is backing up my alien cat big brain idea. But anyway... Um, so they're not gonna want to like grab a cat by its head and keep it there and like figure out the the proportions or whatever, are they? Or if it was a lion, what are they gonna do? Oh, so your theory about the Sphinx, which is kind of unrelated, but now we're talking about it, uh-huh. is that they built a human head on it because they didn't know yeah. what a cat looked like. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's that's been entirely done in possible. Art before. Yeah, that's true. Huh? You've just solved the mystery. You're welcome. People think it's a it's a mythological creature, but it's not. It's just they couldn't find a piece a cat. of shit art, isn't it? They didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't get me wrong. It's incredible, but like you know what I mean. It's the same as the old paintings that we had. I guess. Yeah. Is that your alternative explanation then? Big head cat. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna write. One star. Big head cat. No, it was two and a half. Sorry, two and a half. <laughs> big head, big brained cat. Smart humans is what you want me to write. Yeah. Perfect. Go follow us on Patreon. Thank you. That's the end. <laughs> no, if you've got a big head, big brain, you will know that we have a Patreon. Myths, magic, and murder. Myths, magic, murder. Myths, magic, murder. Sorry. Yeah. If you have big head, big brain, we have a Patreon. Myths, magic, murder. And you should go over and... Subscribe to one of our our monthly 
amounts. We've got loads of different tiers, ranges from not very much to a little bit more, and you get different rewards with each tier. Obviously, we're going to give you stuff, we'll give you um, extra readings of the story that we're reading through at the minute, which is Carmilla, and we've got extra episodes and shout outs, whatever you want. Your name gets on our website from today. Ooh. Ooh. But yeah, so we've got that. So definitely head on over to Patreon and follow one of our membership. Yeah, teams. please go check it out. You give us a little bit of cash and in exchange, we give you stuff, basically. Yeah, pretty much. That's the idea. And it would really help us out. The definition these, of a These trying times. <laughs> Um, and also, if you have any terrifying tales, spooky stories, or haunted happenings, then send them on over to mythsmagicandmurder at gmail.com. Because I want to read them. Not for you. Nothing to do with you. I just want to read them. Anyway, I also want to read you my story about Annalisa Michael. <laughs> Which was a request. On so if you have any requests, then you can also hit us up. Yeah. <clears throat> my sources. Wikipedia, allthisinteresting.com, The Telegraph, Top 5's documentary on YouTube, diabolicalconfusions.wordpress.com, theoccultmuseum.com, bizarrepedia.com, reddit, demonicpedia.com, mysticsofthechurch.com. I love a good exorcism story. Hit me with it. So, Annalisa was born in Bavaria in 1952 to a devout Catholic family. She was a child of Joseph and Anna, and she had three sisters. Well, when I say that they were devout Catholic, I mean, like, they were super-duper religious. Um, For example, in 1948, so four years before Annalisa was born, her mother gave birth to an illegitimate daughter, Martha. But the fact that Martha was illegitimate brought them such disgrace that Annalisa's mother was forced to wear a black veil on the day of her wedding. Oh, what do you mean by illegitimate? Do you mean... Like, they weren't married. Outside of marriage. Okay. Yeah. I thought so, but oh, I didn't want to... She wasn't real. <laughs> she, she gave was birth a fake. <laughs> to a cat, a big head, big brain. <laughs> so, yeah. So when Annalisa was born in 1952, as I said, her mother encouraged her to atone for the sins, uh, especially those of the illegitimacy through just devotion to the lord and prayer unfortunately when martha was eight she died from complications arising from an operation to remove a kidney tumor so anyway annalisa found herself increasingly surrounded by evidence of sinfulness in the world and she was more and more determined to help as much as she could it made her really anxious she hated it she wanted no sin basically so while other children in the 1960s were rebelling and testing the limits of freedom, doing whatever, God knows, Annalisa slept on a bare stone floor to atone for the sins of the drug addicts who slept rough at the local train station. Jeez. Yeah. That's sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bless her. It gets worse. <laughs> Spoiler. Oh, good. So in 1968, Annalisa was 16 she had a seizure at school uh, and she lost consciousness from it. And then later on in the night, she awoke from her sleep with a feeling of fear and dread and she couldn't move. So she basically had sleep paralysis. This is when it's thought that the demons entered her body. She was taken to her GP. They referred to a neurologist who did an EEG and said that she had temporal lobe grand mal epilepsy. So if you don't know... um. 
grandma epilepsy is like full-blown what people think of when they think of an epileptic fit so like loss of consciousness convulsions that kind of thing you can also have partial ones as well so i just thought it was important thank you for that information dr right. kate and it stems from the temporal lobe which is part in your brain anyway she also started experiencing devilish devilish hallucinations while she was praying so by 1973 she was suffering from severe depression and considering suicide probably wasn't helped as the voices in her head told her she was damned so five years of different medicine she kept going back to the doctors and whatever no one was like oh yeah this is a possession they were just like she has epilepsy epilepsy it's causing psychosis you know it sucks we'll give her different drugs and stuff for it um but they'd failed and it was between March and April in 1973 and she really just fell into a pit of depression. She was withdrawn, isolated and just having the worst time. And around then she started hearing knocking from inside her closet, um, around her walls, from her ceiling, the floors. That's terrifying. I yeah. hate that. Mm -hmm. um, so they took her to the doctor again, but her hearing was normal. Because they were like, oh, maybe she's just mishearing things about the house. Her hearing was totally normal. And her mother told of a story where she caught Annalisa one day staring at the statue of the Virgin Mary that they had in the house. Except she was staring at her with resentment and her eyes were jet black. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. How do you stare at something with resentment? You just look confused. Kind Angry. of sad. I don't know. I guess if you're looking at something like this. <laughs> We're both just staring at each other. <laughs> with resentment. Yeah. I don't know. I guess you can tell. You know, if it's your kid. I mean, I guess if their eyes are jet black, you know something's wrong. <laughs> you're not wrong. Um. Yeah, so around this time as well, she started having trouble speaking and walking and stuff, which, you know... It's it's 73. She's 21. It's not normal. She doesn't have anything else wrong with her. She also had hallucinations of the devil's face. And the voices by this point were saying, like, you're going to rot in hell. You're damned. Just all in all horrible things that she didn't want to hear. She felt as though the devil was inside of her. Um, there was one story as well. And she was at dinner with her family, obviously. And she was eating and then she looked at her hands and they'd like doubled in size and like everyone else could see that they had doubled in size. Oh, wow. So they'd like swelled up and she said like, it was something along the lines of my hands have gone black. Oh, Lord. Oh, wow. Save me. That kind of thing. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Huh. Uh, she could smell burning poop. <laughs> She could smell a <laughs> burning boop. Well, she could. It's really gross. I didn't want to say it, but I was like, it's important. Yeah. It is. Yeah, it is important, I guess. So anyway, cut to uh, autumn 1973. Her doctor, Dr. Luthi, I believe, advised her to see a priest because he thought she was possessed. The doctor has since redacted this statement. And said, like, I never said that. Why would I say that? I don't believe in that. That kind of thing. Interesting. So, yeah. 
So September 1974, she was chatting with Father Alt and she said, like, I cannot cope with reality. Um, and he says, like, from here, this is where it got, like, really, really bad. So in May 1975, her grandmother passed away. They were super close. She was a very sort of fragile young woman anyway. Uh, her sister, Barbara, also moved away. So she was just really low. It's quite similar to the Roland Doe case in that sort of aspect. The who case? We covered it on the podcast. I didn't hear you. Roland Doe. Oh. Yeah. Roland Doe. <laughs> yeah. Not Roland Doe. Like Roland Doe. <laughs> anyway, yes, it is. So they went to go see the priest. He didn't think that an exorcism could have... He, sorry, he didn't think that a possession could occur in someone that had been baptised. So he was like, no, go away. She's just got mental issues so um but they kept basically just bugging him until he would come over she was still trying a bunch of um medicines to alleviate the symptoms um but by summer of 1975 she was an insomniac so everything's just really really getting on top of her father Renz saw her and told of how when he was with her um and she was stood up she would just be thrown to the floor, like she, but by nothing. And every time this happened, she got on her knees and recited the Hail Mary prayer. And because this got so bad and it happened so often that she was just thrown to the ground, she started just sleeping on the floor. Oh no. Yeah. I feel so bad for this girl. I know. Yeah, she used to sleep in the bed and then she'd just be thrown out in the middle of the night. And her mum would lay down like blankets and stuff for her, like on the floor, so that, you know she would at least be cushioned because she was getting super injured and but whenever she fell out it would always be like just off of the blanket so it was like something new that it was there yeah so she would perform 600 genuflections is how i believe you say it it's like when you get on like one knee or like two knees to pray um a day so 600 a day which is insane crazy yeah this caused her to rupture her knee ligaments oh bless yeah oh man Mm -hmm. she crawled under a table barking like a dog for two days she ate spiders flies coal and bit the head off of a dead bird this is all a lot Mm mm-hmm you know, when you started talking about this, I was like, oh, an exorcism case. I've heard them all. How bad can this be? Apparently really bad. Yep. She even ripped her clothes off, urinated on the floor, and then licked it. Oh, gross. Yeah. She could be heard through the walls screaming for hours. In 1975, the third request for an exorcism was granted by the Bishop of Würzburg. By this stage... Annalisa had refused further medical intervention from the psychiatric clinic. My goodness, I can't speak today. Perfect day to do a podcast. Her Simpson... Oh my goodness me. (laughs) I knew you can do it. Her symptoms had subsequently been compared to schizophrenia. As in like nowadays, people would look back and just be like, oh, she's schizophrenic, she needs those kind of drugs, but... She was not responding to the antipsychotic treatment they were giving her, so God knows. So, the priests. 
they identified several demons, including Lucifer, Judas, Nero, Cain, Fleischmann, and Adolf Hitler. Adolf Hitler was in the... Uh-huh. You know... Okay. I believe in exorcisms. I believe in possession. I find it very interesting. But why is it that they always find the devil himself and some random people inside of a body rather than just some, like, minor devils? <laughs> yeah, well... It's always, like, the big one. And then, <laughs> I guess, Adolf Hitler. I don't know. <laughs> well... Cain. Interestingly, um, because they were like... Oh, Adolf Hitler, yeah. But when it was Adolf... Because obviously there were six people in one body. When Adolf was speaking, the voice came out with the correct Austrian inflections. That's so interesting. Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. So it would have been like how he would have spoken German. Which is crazy. Like, how would you know that about someone unless you like studied Adolf Hitler? And I don't think she would have done that. She Probably not, no. Everyone said how lovely she was. It's, I don't really understand, though, like, maybe I just need to research, you know, possession more, and I would love to know more about it, but how does that happen? Mm. A person? Like, not just, like, a demon, like, a person? Yeah. I've not got a clue. Okay, continue, please. <laughs> so, anyway... Annalisa went through 67 exorcism rituals over 10 months. Jesus Christ. Yeah. There were like at least sort of one or two a week. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah. 42 hours of the sessions are recorded and online. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's very obscure to listen to. Very, very weird. Obviously, it's in German. But there are a couple videos online where people have put on, like, English subtitles. And it's... The noises are so guttural. It's like... um, You know when you listen to, like, heavy metal? And they do kind of like a... Like a... Is it fry? A no, vocal fry? fry? Is the high one. I know what you mean, though. It's not deep. Oh. It's then like... yeah. It's not particularly high. So I guess that it's is the wrong you said one. you guttural. But... It's yeah, but it's like from the chest. You know what I mean? It's it's I would definitely go and listen to it. It's quite disturbing, but like I'm gonna. Yeah. It's something for sure. I find this uh, like possession stuff just so fascinating. Mm -hmm. Really, really find it interesting. Um at this point she couldn't physically go to church anymore because she said that it hurt her body to go near it. So she didn't. She bit kicked and punched everyone family friends uh she had a boyfriend throughout all of this bless him peter oh yeah shout out to peter right and she would scream and growl she self-harmed she had to be restrained because she bit holes in the walls and smashed her head through a window oh wow she barked like a dog like i said she picked up one of her sisters and threw her against the wall like a rag doll oh my god yeah she crushed an apple with one hand by squeezing it. Oh, something's definitely up here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she saw demon faces instead of the faces of her family. So, like, if she saw her mum, it would be her mum's body, but just with, like, a highly contorted sort of devil face. I can't imagine how scary this would be. Mm-hmm. Right? 
Uh, she destroyed rosary beads and crucifixes. She ate less. Like I said, she was suicidal anyway, but I can only imagine that that got worse. And so before he did the first exorcism, Father Alt did a trial exorcism, which I found really interesting. And he sat next to her and mentally commanded that the devils depart from her and say who they were and stuff. At which point she grabbed her own neck and destroyed the rosary she was wearing. Interesting. So he hadn't said anything to her. It was just he thought it next to her. And obviously he was a priest. Wow. And yeah, there was just such a big, big reaction. So there were two priests involved. There was Father Alt and Father Renz. And they were both performing exorcisms on her together because she needed restraining a lot of the time. Um, so yeah, and the demons spoke aloud in guttural voices, as I said, with the different inflections for each of the, the demons. It's it's so crazy. And the, the demons kept like um, interrupting each other as well, which I thought was odd because if I was going to pretend that I was possessed, let's say, for example, that she was pretending, then first of all, I would only pick to be possessed by one demon. Um, you know, keep it easy for me. And second of all, if I was possessed by more than one demon, I wouldn't even think that they would, like, cut in. Yeah, like, talk over each other. I can't even keep one train of thought, right. let alone six. So. Very interesting. So... Around this spring of 1975, Annalisa walked... She was out in the forest with her boyfriend, Peter, because she was having, like, a lucid week, I guess, or, like, day. And obviously, they wanted to spend time together. But when they got there, she walked off on her own, and her eyes were, like, glazed over. She would have these, like, vacant moments. And she said, when she'd, like, snap back, that she was walking with the Virgin Mary. And in their conversation, Mary basically said that, you know, I can take all of these demons away from you or you can opt to be kind of like a vessel for mankind's sins and repent on their behalf. Um, and she gave her three days to make up her mind and said that if she chose to be freed, it would happen on Halloween. But she wanted to be a martyr. She wanted to save people, repent for their sins, that kind of thing. But on Halloween... The demons were fairly passive anyway, so the priests did a huge exorcism ritual which caused all of the demons to howl and cry. The priests then mentioned the Virgin Mary in their incantations, to which the demons replied, she is coming. And then from here, the priests got each of the demons to agree to leave Annalisa. She then said in her normal voice, I'm completely free. And she was like, obviously over the moon. She was like, I'm not in pain. I'm free. Fab. And then 10 to 15 minutes later, all the demons were back. Yeah. But they were saying that they wanted to leave, but they couldn't. Why? Because they were bound to her. Oh, that sucks. And from here, all of the demons would complain daily that they wanted to leave, but couldn't. So she's went from having horrible demons to demons that are just like, God, I want to be out of here. Yeah, I mean, obviously they still fuck with her anyway because they're demons. Oh, yeah. But they didn't want to be there any more than she wanted them there. Which is so odd. Like, why were they bound to her? How did they get there? 
And why? Right. Who did that? Right. Hmm. Anyway, so when whenever she touched holy water, because obviously like the priest would sprinkle it on her during the rituals, she would convulse and black out and just overall have the worst time. At the start of the possession, when she thought it was a possession as well, rather than just mental issues, she didn't eat anything because she believed that it would rid her of the influence of Satan. However, at the end, she would eat copious amounts of food in one sitting and then finish it by drinking like two litres of juice, yet she was still dangerously thin. Okay. The priest said that this had happened before in 1975, um... We're in 1976 now, sorry. But she'd returned to normal pretty quickly after. However, Annalise had said that in July, 76, something would change. And on the 1st of July, at 23 years old, she passed away. Oh. Yeah. She weighed only 68 pounds. Jeez. Yeah. Wow. Her knees were smashed and broken. She had open sores, two black eyes. And a red, raw mouth and nose. And just before she died, she said, Mother, I'm afraid. My poor girl. I know. I feel so bad for her. Uh-huh. So after her death, her parents, Anna and Joseph, were put on trial for their daughter's murder alongside the two priests who performed the exorcisms. Well, it wasn't murder. It was negligent homicide. So six months in prison for her parents and the two priests. The parents were then exempted from the punishment because in German law, there was, I don't know if there still is, a thing where like if you felt they'd suffered enough, they didn't have to be punished anymore. So they had that. They're all found guilty of negligent homicide by allowing her to starve. Um, and they had three years probation. It's interesting, isn't it? How like... I guess law doesn't understand things like this because there's no solid proof whether you believe it or not. Well, I'll get to that in two seconds. Oh, okay. So as a deeply religious woman, her mother insisted that the exorcism was justified. She said, I know that we did the right thing because I saw the sign of Christ in her hands. It was a sign from God that we should exorcise the demons. She decided to save the other lost souls to atone for their sins. Annalisa was a kind, loving, sweet, and obedient girl, but when she was possessed, it was something unnatural, something that you can't explain. So, she felt justified in things having gone the way that they did. But, during the trials, the tapes that were recorded, they weren't, they were disregarded as proof. Which, I feel like that's kind of the strongest level of proof you've got. Yeah, like, you can't just... If you don't believe in something, you can't just straight up say that it's not true and then pretend that it doesn't exist and then move on. Yeah. And people were attacking the parents because they were like, oh, well, she should have still been on medication. But they were like, she was old enough. She said yeah, that she, she didn't want to be a child. Like, yeah, it wasn't like she's a 10-year-old doing all of this. Like, what were they going to do? Force feed her? Like, they were feeding her as well. And... But they couldn't, like, force her medication. Yeah. So... It was also never mentioned that... So when she died, they checked her brain, I'm presuming, by this piece of information that I got. And there was no trace of a cause of the epilepsy she'd been diagnosed with. 
even at a microscopic level. Wow. Yeah. Also, her body had no ulcerations on her skin, which is found in victims of starvation, and her pupils were abnormally dilated. That's a demon, all right. Yeah. It could have been that all of this was ignored or not mentioned or whatever, because the court was kind of anti-religious propaganda type thing, because they were in Germany, you know, there was the Berlin Wall, they were basically in a communist state at that point. Mm -hmm. So atheism was promoted. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so they later exhumed her body. So supposedly the body of someone that was possessed would not decompose normally. I didn't know that that was a thing, but it is. So her parents got her body exhumed and they said that the reason for it was so that she could be buried in like a nicer casket. Yeah. Um, because it was like rushed and everything. Um, her parents were never allowed to see her body. Uh, the photos were never released. And they didn't let the priests see the body. Interesting. Yeah. But they were just like, oh no, no, it's normal, it's normal. And they moved her into a nicer casket and just put her back in the ground. Sounds not normal. <laughs> right? If there's one thing that sounds, it's not normal. <laughs> 6th of June 2013 a fire started at the home at their home and just completely destroyed it locals say that it was a cursed event because it was the 6th day of the 6th month and if you rearrange like if you add up the oh, digits this is like my pie uh-huh, thing again if you add up the digits of 2013 it's a 6 I mean fair enough that's pretty believable i guess so someone must have been sitting there thinking about it for a little bit but (laughs) it you know i guess that makes sense yes so her mom stayed in that house i think her dad died the the both of the parents have passed away now but she would stay in that house and you could see annalise's grave from her mom's window bless she used to take up flowers and and stuff like that. But I think she was just kind of glad that the suffering was over for her. Yeah, for sure. I imagine you would be. Um, I think the fire thing is kind of convincing, I guess. But I think if that was the case, why would it not happen in 2006? <laughs> you ain't yeah. wrong. Mm. Yeah. Well, I think, to be fair, I think her mom was still alive and living in the house in 2006. Because I read an article in 2005. And it was an interview with her mom. Why would the devil care about her mum? Maybe she would put the fire out. True. But it was empty. It was just empty. Oh, and no one was living there in 2013. Yeah, and then there was a fire. Okay. Possibly then. Yeah, sorry, I didn't explain that very well. So, alright. Points to negate everything that I've just said. There is speculation that Annalisa might have been influenced by the re- release of The Exorcist in 1973. The film. The yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm, I'm familiar with <laughs> You're it. You're just looking at me so blank. Sorry, I'm looking just... looking at me with resentment. My eyes are black currently. <laughs> yeah, so... I mean... I see some similarities, but I just... There are so many things in there when I'm like, I can't explain that with pretending. Why would you pretend and then hurt yourself so badly all the time? I mean, it... 
the years are a bit rough because obviously the exorcist was released in 73 that's when her symptoms started like the knocking on the walls and stuff was 73 i guess but you know um i i personally don't believe that it, it was her just being like oh it's the exorcist because it's so many things that you'd have to keep up and so much pain and i just don't think someone could endure that much pain them doing it themselves yeah like maybe a little bit especially if she was depressed and she was having issues you know like if that led to self-harm or whatever or not eating i get but yeah i know what you mean it's it's a lot of dedication it's excessive and it's long and why would you not want to hang out with your family and your boyfriend normally on purpose all the time and i know that's hard to say but if you wanted to die that much you wouldn't be trying to make theatrics about it you'd just be trying to kill yourself not that that is a good thing to do obviously but do you know what i mean you wouldn't i guess yeah why would you go along fake and go along with it and then yeah because you're just at that point you're just kind of living to torture yourself or if also if she was convinced that she had some issues and the medication wasn't working surely she'd seek out more medical advice rather than being like this is the only way to go She'd had a lot of medical advice. Yeah, but I mean, like, if you were convinced that, that was, that's what it was, surely you wouldn't just give up, you know what I mean? You'd continue to... Well, she didn't give up until, like, months before she died. I just feel like it's not it's not realistic enough for her to Fair. be going along with it. It's like, why would she voluntarily sleep on the floor all the time? Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely some things that cannot be explained. You know, it's like why would you lick your own pee why would you yeah. bite the head off a bird why would exactly. you eat spiders for what reason yeah what is that what are you benefiting yeah i understand sort of wanting to self-harm maybe if you're in that kind of pit but that is a just a different level of it it's it will be very odd yeah uh, as well as this temporal lobe epilepsy can cause gershwind syndrome which is basically hyper religiosity so I guess maybe it could have been a she obviously had some level of psychosis anyway you know because people are saying like her symptoms fit a lot with schizophrenia okay she if she had temporal lobe epilepsy then she got this syndrome maybe the schizophrenia and the hyperreligiosity played off of one another you know and she thought she was possessed to the extent where she was kind of almost possessing herself, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um. I guess. You sound so skeptical mm, on that. Piece. Just say it was the demon and move on. Yeah, Six. but it could have been that. But it would be interesting if it was that, because most people in Germany at the time that were religious did not believe in demons or the devil. You know. Yeah. They would believe in evil as kind of a you know like a badness in the world rather than one face of evil yeah i get that and some things that don't add up she had pneumonia tuberculosis mumps measles and scarlet fever oh my god at one point in her life all at once um she had pneumonia which caused wait let me get it right she had i think she had her tonsils removed right and then she got pneumonia and then 
when she had the operation, she got tuberculosis. Oh, this poor girl. I know. Give her a break. I know. So she was even told to stay homeschooled for a year when she was young because she was so fragile. Um, so how does someone like that throw their family about like a ragdoll? That's what I was thinking as well. Apple. Like to to be that strong if you're she was struggling to walk sick and malnourished and yeah like also why would you do that because at that point it's not just you if you were if you were faking surely you would not take it out on your family loved ones yeah how are you crushing the apple it doesn't really make much sense Mm -hmm. and one thing that I struggled with a lot reading it, so obviously I took psychology, I don't know if you know, I don't know if I mentioned it in literally every single episode of this podcast. I have a film degree. <laughs> but they checked to see if she was sick, yeah. That doesn't mean that she wasn't suffering from more than just epilepsy, like I said, or even a worse kind of epilepsy than they thought. So the MRI machine wasn't invented until 77, so they couldn't get a full picture of the brain. They used EEG which just reads brain waves across the sort of surface of your head. Um, so there could have been much more going on that they didn't know about because they couldn't, they couldn't know. Also, there is a drug resistant form of epilepsy. So, Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Could have been that. Um, and I'm pretty sure she had different forms of epilepsy anyway, because they said that she used to just like stare off, um, like absolutely vacant. They couldn't get through to her. That is um, a big symptom of partial epilepsy. So if you're having a partial epileptic fit, if it's not a grand mal seizure, like a partial seizure, sorry, then you will just like stare off. You will not be there. Huh. Yeah. You're just trapped in your own head. Interesting. Yeah. So I think there's definitely more to that than they could get to because of the medicine at the time and the knowledge at the time. Yeah, sure. Um, so, but, I mean, equally, she could have just been possessed. Could have been a combination, mm. I guess. But it is a past that the church is ashamed of because in 1984, German bishops petitioned Rome to review the exorcism rite in light of this case. Although their recommendations were not adopted, the Vatican published a revised exorcism rite in 1999, which was the first update since the 17th century. Oh my god, wow. Which introduced a qualification in exorcism that makes priests undergo medical training. Fair enough, good. Yeah, so... Yeah, regardless of whether it happened or not, there are obviously some things wrong with how it happened, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's good to see that people are learning from those mistakes. Definitely. Just because you think it's one thing doesn't mean it's not a mixture or another thing. Mashup. Big hmm. combo. Yeah. So, what did you think? I mean, I find it very interesting. I think I believe it. Okay. Um, There are too many... Too many big things that I feel like it doesn't add up, you know? Like what I was just saying, I feel like, sure, I agree with the idea that uh, she, you couldn't get a great picture of the brain. So it's entirely likely that that was a thing that they, that, you know, made her act like this. But 
like physical things like the crushing the apple and stuff and the hand thing what was that about when her hands got really big her oh, eyes yeah. were black at one point i feel like yeah that things that... i feel like how I, I you know maybe she had epilepsy and she was also possessed or maybe she was just possessed but i feel like you can't be like oh yeah she had this issue with her mental health and now she's throwing people around yeah, definitely. Maybe, you know, the barking like a dog, she, you know, had some problems. Or even the voices, somehow. Yeah, or seeing things. Entirely likely. Yeah. But big physical things that other people are saying they see, they've saw, like they've seen. Fair. It, it is weird to me, I guess. Fair enough. And I think if you were her parents, why would you lie about that? Because they seem like they were trying to do a good job, like her mum putting the blanket there and you know, trying to get her all this help and trying to get her all this medical treatment, why would you then be like, oh yeah, also, I'm just going to make some stuff up? Oh yeah, like, they immediately took her to, like, the GP when she had an epilepsy. Uh, yeah, I'm sure they were trying to help her out and her mother bringing flowers and things like that. I feel like it... Yeah, definitely. Why would you be like, oh yeah, her eyes are black, exercise her? Yeah. Yeah. It if doesn't if seem... it wasn't true. <laughs> yeah. Especially since she had other kids, you know, it wasn't her only kid and she just, like wanted to abuse a child yeah you know i feel like yeah it it wouldn't make sense so and eating everything unless you had like a tapeworm i guess but yeah so how scary do you think it is i'm gonna give it a solid four four yeah because uh, it was a lot what you described there was a lot lots of things happened yeah it um, i started researching it because obviously it was a request and i researched it and it's the basis of uh, the Exorcism of Emily Rose, if you've seen that film. Of course, we have not. Um, but, but yeah, so I was looking into it and I was like, oh, it's just an exorcism. You know, they're kind of quite similar. There are a lot of recurring themes in exorcisms. And then I read it and I was like, wait, she was possessed by six devils. She crushed an apple. She bit the head off of a bird. You know, she threw her sister at the wall. Like, Eating spiders and stuff. Yeah, a lot is going on. So how dangerous also for I mean why because they couldn't get them out she was damaging herself and her body and other people and they couldn't do anything about it if they dealt with it then maybe less because they could have just been like okay now you're free do whatever yeah that's what I was expecting when I was reading it I was like oh yay they got them out yeah well I've not heard of an exorcism where they couldn't get them out yeah I wonder I wonder what that was about don't know fascinating likelihood sorry wait maybe if she was if she went on that walk with the virgin mary and she said like no i want to be a martyr i want to you know repent from the sins then like she was just stuck with him because she made her choice possibly so maybe it was that maybe Sorry, likelihood. Oh, that's true. Likelihood that this was a demon? Yeah. Four, again. Three fours. Fours across the board. Well, it feels like a a decent way. You know, I I can't be 100% because of things like they couldn't do an MRI scan and things like that. But equally, as I said, there are are too many strange things that don't quite add up for me to give it a three. So we're going to meet in the middle. Four. Fair enough. Any other explanations you can think of? I guess schizophrenia and epilepsy. Fair. Self-harm slash making it up. So schizophrenia, epilepsy. 
self-harm and lies. Yeah. Fair enough. But I think that it, it's more than likely. Let yeah. us know what you think. Definitely. Interestingly, um, as a final note about this, there is a clinical disorder. Surprise, me mentioning that again. I think it's called prosopagnosia. I can't remember because I learned it like a year or two ago. And it's basically where you can't recognize faces. That sounds awful. Yeah. And I believe, don't quote me on it, that it occurs somewhere in the temporal lobe as like a sort of deficit or like some damage that's happened. Okay. So it could be possible that that is why she thought that her family had like demonic faces. Yeah, I guess. Because she just didn't recognize them. So yeah. Yeah. Possibly. But yeah. Possibly. Okay. Cool. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed. I did enjoy. Hope you like learning about aliens, sort of. I did. Big head, big brain. Cats, lobes, you know. (laughs) The whole shebang we've mentioned today. And remember, don't listen before bed. Listen before bed.